Welcome to Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Cyber and the Antioch Movement. Whether this is your first time with us or you've been with us for a while now, our desire is that by the end of our time together, you can say that you've fallen more in love with Jesus and have a greater passion for Him and His purposes in the earth. Thanks so much for joining us. And we hope that you enjoy today's episode. Well, hey, everybody. You know, one of the most fun things for me in doing these Passion Purpose podcasts is just kind of taking a topic and just talking it through mm-hmm. that's a now thing. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever's happening right now, right. let's just talk about it by revelation. What right. is Jesus doing right now? And, um, and for us right now, it's we just finished day 11 of a 22-day fast, mm-hmm. uh, which makes it halftime. Right. It, it's halftime in the 22-day fast. Right. Uh, and whenever I think of halftime, I always uh, think of the great coaches of all time. Mm. And it wasn't just that they always had the best game plans. It was their ability to adjust in the middle of the game, mm-hmm. actually at halftime. Yeah. They, often, they call them halftime adjustments. Right. How do you make adjustments in the middle of the race? How do you make adjustments in the middle of the ball game? And how do you make adjustments in the middle of a trial? Mm. How do you make adjustments in the middle of a uh, promise of God or a goal or something right. you believe God said or something you're uh, set out to do? Right. What adjustments need to be made? Right. So when I talk, when I say that, Jordan, tell me, what do you think? What kind of comes to your mind? Well, I think that I've talked to a lot of people that are here locally that yeah. are walking through the fast other people from other churches um both antioch ones and and otherwise yeah. that are seeking the lord here at the beginning of the year so i think this is really helpful for any of our listeners whether they're uh fasting in their own local uh place or they're in the midst of a promise or uh, a painful trial uh, so I, as I'm listening to you, I can't wait to hear uh, what, what comes out. This kind of thing it's very appropriate for all of our lives. Yeah, yeah. So let's let's take the life of Jesus, right? So um, Jesus shows up on the scene, calls these people to walk with him, and mm-hmm. the twelve. And I love this scripture. And the women with him. So right. a, a group of friends. Right. Uh, could be up to twice that with men and women, and sure. then of course you had the seventy, and you had a large group. Eventually, crowds followed him. Um, but three for three years, right? He uh, shows us what it is to live life, and they begin to dabble in it. They begin to have cool experiences. Right. They see the power of God, or right. uh, they were there when the feeding of the five thousand happened. Actually, handed the bread out, right. or uh, and he began to declare things over their lives. You are going to be a rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to be this, or Mary, you've chosen what's best. And right. so they begin to get a hint of identity, yeah. a hint of their future. Uh-huh. They're experiencing God. They're getting corrected a little bit, but you know, it's all kind of up and to the right. Uh-huh. And then uh, Jesus is betrayed, and then he dies. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, they go from this kind of crescendo of cool things happening uh, with hope for the future and still a little uncertainty to he's gone. Right. And it's in those kind of, uh, that, that happens to all of us, mm-hmm. where God, we have the honeymoon phase in God, and then we hit kind of that, did God leave me? Mm-hmm. Is he gone? Right. Is this true? Mm-hmm. Is, is the gospel true? Is right. it true for all of life? Was it just true for my salvation? Mm-hmm. Is it just true when I die? Uh, because it seems he's absent right now. Right. Right? right. He doesn't seem present mm-hmm. right now. 
And you see just kind of all the normal reactions. They went off fishing, went back to something that was familiar. Right. Like whenever we don't know what to do, we kind of go to what's familiar. Or mm-hmm. they sulk or they, uh, they, they distant themselves from people. And they, uh, people just live in a daze. They live all the trauma effects you see on them. And then you see Jesus show back up right. and slowly begin to reveal himself. And then when he reveals him in all of his glory, then he says, wait. And he's gone again. Right. And so then they have to wait, and then they experience the Spirit of God. Now, most of y'all are familiar with that story, but let's put it into where we are right now. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, when I set out on a fast, rarely do I have all my encounters during the fast. Mm. There are lulls in the fast where I wonder, is this stupid? <laughs> is this working? Who created this idea? I mean, all I'm doing is not eating. Right. Uh, I'm grumpier than I was before. Maybe I should eat to be right. more of a Christian. Right. Right. I would be happier. Uh, or uh, you know, you have down days when you're fasting because your body is is adjusting mm-hmm. and you and in kind of all your natural chemicals. People get a little depressed at times and mm-hmm. like, oh no, I'm hopeless and golly, it's worse than I thought it was. So kind of all these things kind of go on, especially when you're on a longer fast. Sure. But as you reach the the halfway point. Uh, you, you need to say, all right, Lord, just reaffirm in your mind who is God mm-hmm. whenever you're at halftime or whenever you're in a dry place. Who's God? What's his promise? Right. What's the mission? Mm-hmm. And am I fully giving myself to this by faith? Right. Right? Right. In this little illustration of this 22-day journey, it's like, I'm like, God's amazing. He's the Father. He's Jesus, the right. Son. He's the Holy Spirit. Right. Woo! Right. So I'm meditating on that. I'm reaffirming his promise where he said 22 days of fasting and praying for 2022 that mm-hmm. I might establish myself right. again right. in the boiler room of your heart and your home and your church and your family Amen. because I am firing up my people right. for a journey that I'm taking on they haven't been on before. Okay. So Woo! And now I know I got God. I've got a promise. There's a right. boiler room that I'm after, but I'm going to have to reach by faith. And right. that that shift from me running off of my own strength right. to God's strength is going to have that desert land moment. Mm-hmm. But my faith is higher than my experience. Yes. So I'm reaching for the promise that if I seek Him, He's a rewarder yes. of those who diligently seek Him. So I'm going to keep seeking Him. Yes. Woo! Okay. So wait, hang on. So I got yeah. the person. I got, got the it. promise. Then I have the mission or the, the process. And so I evaluated this morning and I thought, okay, Lord, is there any adjustments I need to make? And mm-hmm. I felt like the Lord challenged me on an adjustment. Hey, there's no need to even look at the news. Like I was using that. Now, uh, you know, that's, that wasn't evil. My life revolves around world events. I have to sure. in some way stay in touch. But, but I don't need to stay in touch this mm-hmm. last 11 days. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pull the plug on that. If somebody, okay. If I need to know something, a friend can tell me. Right. But that's one less thing because it's not about what everybody else is doing right now. Mm-hmm. It's about what God's doing mm-hmm. and, and what he's doing in me and what he's doing in us and what he's doing. With, if I'll attend to that and just focus super clear, mm-hmm. then the liberty and the freedom that God has on the other side will come to pass. So there, I want to make a little adjustment here. Right. Jettison some little thing that mm-hmm. was not unholy, right. but unneeded. Yes. And um, so that I might get the fullness out of this journey. So powerful. Makes me think, I've heard you talk about before parenting, I'm going to make the connection, of where, you know, when you have a, a little kid yeah. uh, and you put your hands on their 
face. face. Yeah. And for us, a lot of times it was with our boys. Yes, of course. I need, I need you to look, look, at, look at me. I need you to look <laughs> at me. So as I'm listening to you yeah. right now, I'm thinking that's kind of like the opportunity we have at that midway point yeah. is for the Lord to say, yeah. you don't need, in your case, yeah. to look over here in the media. Right. It's not bad. Yeah. But right now I need you to stay focused. Yeah, stay focused. That, that's encouraging. Yeah. Yeah. So, so let's, let's, let's go back to what are our goals of fasting. Good. Right? So the number one is to see him. Yes. Right? We fast unto the Lord. Right. It says in Acts 13, the church in Antioch was fasting and praying and minister. They were fasting and ministering to the Lord mm-hmm. is what it said. Right. So there is a ministry unto Jesus. Right. Alone. Right. And if I miss him, then I miss everything. Right. Because uh, remember, we've talked about this before, but all brokenness because it comes out of unholy attachment mm. uh, unholy attachment to others unholy attachment to addictions and uh, fillers but right living unto God and right living with others is is holy attachment and so my attachment to God mm-hmm. must increase through this fast for me to feed the hunger of my soul right. which ultimately can only be met by him right so that's what I'm um, uh, so when we're looking in his face, it's by faith through the Word of God, and and maybe I'll just do this a little tangent. So, how do we look at the face of God? Okay, good. Yeah, tell yeah, us. That might be right. So, the word face uh, in Hebrew is presence. Mm-hmm. So, face is the presence of God, the person of God, mm-hmm. in the in manifest in the presence of God. So, when I am seeking His face, I am trying to connect with His presence. So, how do we connect with His presence? We connect through it through his word as he has revealed himself. Right. So every time I read Genesis 1 about creation and how God has created all things, mm-hmm. I read it really slowly. Mm. And I say, oh, God, you're the God that made the moon. And I go out and look at the moon, and I'm thinking, wow, wow there's God. <laughs> right. right. I made the sun to rise. Oh, there's God. Right. I take a breath, and I think... He breathed life in me. There's God. Mm -hmm. He created every cell in my body. There's God. I mean, I see him through his word as I meditate slowly on his word. And then every time God reveals himself, so let's take Moses in Exodus. Moses turns aside as the burning bush is happening. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because it says he could have walked by. God's there Mm -hmm. in the burning bush, and he turns aside, aside, takes off his sandals, we're on holy ground. And um, and it says, he tells the Lord, Lord, who do I tell people that you are? Mm-hmm. And God says, tell them I am who I am. Right. Now, there's an interesting phrase for the English language. Right. <laughs> I am who I am is who I am. Okay. <laughs> Again, I, I'm not an English major, so I can't dissect that particular <laughs> phrase, but let me just put it in my own vernacular. Uh-huh. This is uh, Southeast Texas vernacular, okay. right? So as I meditate on that, I am fixing my eyes on Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'm meditating. I am who I am. Mm-hmm. God, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. And my revelation, I am who you needed in the past. Yes. I am the God of thy, I am of your past. Mm-hmm. So when you were in your past, in your brokenness, in your I was there. I am the God who is your past. Mm-hmm. I am who I am in your present. Mm-hmm. I am who I am in your future. Right. I am the God of the past. I'm the God of the present. 
and I'm the God of the future. Mm -hmm. So I behold his face, his mm -hmm. presence, right. his personhood, right. when I meditate on him saying, I am who I am. Right. Right? So, and again, God reveals himself as Lord, Savior, Father, Redeemer, you know, all these terms. Right. So sometimes you'll say, well, where would I even start with that journey? You know, you're talking about reading through the scriptures, of course, but literally Google the names of God. Right. I have a book that's about 350 pages by a guy named Herbert Locklear. It's an old theologian, Herbert Locklear, and I think it's called The Names of God, but uh, Herbert Locklear, you can Google it, and it's literally a 300 and something page book on the names of God. Wow. And one year, I just, that was my devotional time to get started, mm. was to go through a different name of God every day and just worship God. Right. So you behold Him through His Word right. as He has revealed Himself, because the face of God is not something ethereal and out there. It is literally in a book called the Bible, mm -hmm. and it comes alive, illuminated by the Holy Spirit for those who want to know Him. Right. Powerful. Let's do it. <laughs> so the face of God's not missing. It's not like just for the hyper-spiritual mm -hmm. or somebody that sees like in the unseen realm, right? it's literally in the Word of God. Right. When you look at it and say, Spirit of God, show me your face. Yes. Then God will illuminate His face through His Word mm -hmm. and you can know Him right. and be satisfied. Right. Isn't it powerful that as we're talking about them being in the middle of a fast, but we've also said maybe you're in the middle of a promise, you're in the yeah. middle of something yeah. else. Yeah that God is, I am who I am. Yes. So if I'm in the middle of my life, even, yes. I'm, th I'm thinking, well, God was there with me then, yeah. he's going to be with me, and he's with me in the present. Say a little bit more on that, yeah. specifically related as we're fasting yeah. with promises or things that he, he's spoken, yeah. things yeah. like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, let, let me kind of, let me, let me maybe, uh, 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 use an illustration. Um, you know, um, I have a, a friend that uh, went with the, went to be with the Lord, and maybe some of you guys have heard me share this story before, but he had prayed for the persecuted church in Siberia for his all his life. Mm -hmm. And uh, he never officially went to Siberia. He went there in the spirit realm several times. Sure. Uh, but God sent us to begin planting churches in Siberia, and, and I would always joke about why and, and uh, it took me 30 years to realize that the reason we were in Siberia is because this guy had prayed and had a promise that he would plant churches in Siberia wow. as a refuge for the persecuted church and as a testimony to God's goodness and uh, salvation among them. But he never fulfilled it, right. but he prayed into it and had a promise from God for it. Wow. He had told me uh, he'd gone days of fasting for Siberia, but his spiritual sons became the fulfillment of Whoa. his promise because every prayer and promise is always fulfilled, wow. but it may not be as you think, Wow, right? So where I get great momentum when I contend for a promise mm -hmm. is that that which is sown to the Spirit is reaped from the Spirit, yes. that which is sown to the flesh is reaped from the flesh. Mm -hmm. So when I pray into something that I, I first say, God, what would you say about it? What is your word to us, mm -hmm. and how would you pray it? That's a great place to start. Yes. And then once I become convinced of a crafted prayer or mm -hmm. a scripture to pray into a situation, then I just pound right. heaven, repeating back to God his word. Yes. 
and thanking him mm. that he is at work. Yes. And so what happens, uh, so, so what about, because a lot of our promises are, are what we're contending for is immediate outcomes. So when we don't get an immediate outcome or we pray for somebody to be healed and they died instead of lived, mm-hmm. and we say, oh, well, that God is a, not a true to his word. God doesn't follow through. And what I would say to that is, is that if I received a word with good heart and I declared it by faith mm-hmm. and I contended and thanked God and I loved that person appropriately, mm-hmm. compassionately, uh, in every way while I'm contending for them privately, if I did all of that, what I found is I come out more in love with God, my faith has actually increased, and my love and compassion for that person was genuine and real. So mm-hmm. they got loved. But what the weird thing about it is my prayers for them to live put faith for the next person that I contend for. That's good. So I know that sounds a bit like my mind can't contain that, but then my remember, God is infinite and we are finite. Mm. He asks us to pray, right? contend for a promise, thank him for it. Right. At the very least, you'll be changed through the process. Right. And you also will be able to show compassion towards whatever you're contending for. Right. And if you don't see the outcome that you long for, what you sowed in the Spirit still is beneficial for that person because they're an eternal being, not a temporal being. And then it also sows in faith and grace for the next person that you're contending for Yes, if you do not faint and lose heart. Right. So good. Yeah. Isn't it encouraging, whether you're talking about praying for the sick or just prayer in general, continuing yeah. for a promise, yeah. that we don't have to generate even the language of the prayer. I was praying this morning. Yeah. I was like, thank you, Lord, that you're, you're interceding for us with groanings that are too deep for words. Yes. When we, and it, it, the Bible actually says in Romans 8, we don't know how to pray as we ought. Yeah. Okay, so we're off the hook. <laughs> He's God. Yeah. And I'm just saying back by faith, like you yes. said, uh-huh. what he has already put in our hearts. So it's like it starts with him. Yeah, it's from him through him. All things from yeah. him through him and to him. To, yeah, and we're just agreeing with what he's already stated. Yeah. That to me, that means we can all play. Yes, in this thing. Yeah, and so remember, uh, uh, Jordan, and to all listening, um, we are not God. Yes, <laughs> right. We are True. his creation, mm-hmm. and he is the creator. Mm-hmm. So even in trying to learn how to pray. Uh, we, we start with, I don't know how to pray as I ought. Mm-hmm. That's why I believe in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. That's right. why I believe in God speaking. That's why I believe in using the Word of God. But we are learning to partner rightly with God. We are not trying to twist His arm to partner with us. Right. It, it, it's, 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 it's upside down. Mm-hmm. And that is, my goal is in my lifetime to learn to partner with God in every way possible, in every area of my life, in intercession, in contending, in compassion for others, mm-hmm. in preaching the gospel. And that's a life journey of my changing right. and adapting right. to the leader yes. of the band. Wow, that's great. And so what happens though, when we become, when we become, when we take things on in a humanistic way, or like we're God, when we become God, mm-hmm. then we get mad at God yeah. because he doesn't play by our rules, right. or he didn't do it the way we wanted, mm-hmm. or we didn't get the outcome that we wanted. Mm-hmm. We're children throwing a temper tantrum to a father that knows all. Wow. And so the, 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 the beauty of fasting, of praying, of trials, mm-hmm. the adjustment at halftime mm-hmm. in all trials in fasting is to get the reason right. 
right get the motive right get the get the game right and the game is you oh god know all things you are all glorious you created me not i myself may i empty at another level and conform to your image in such a way that we become one yes that that when you speak, I speak. When yes. you move, I move. When you declare, I declare. When mm-hmm. you speak to a mountain, I speak to a mountain. Mm-hmm. I become that representation, that image of Jesus made manifest, not because I have self, uh, um, you know, self-made my world, mm-hmm. you know, with a God word, but because I've conformed fully right. in every arena of my life. That's great. May you be sanctified entirely, spirit, soul, and body until the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Faithfully, he's called you. He'll bring it to pass. Conform me. Rearrange me. Right. So the halftime adjustment is my rearrangement, yes. not God's readjustment. Right. And when you're spending your energy trying to get God to adapt to you, it's a waste of time. Right. Totally. Yeah, so don't do it. <laughs> so don't do it. <laughs> so maybe close this with this thought. As I'm listening to you, I'm thinking of Galatians where Paul says, oh, foolish Galatians, yeah, you who started by the Spirit, yes. are you now going to come basically by the flesh? Exactly. So you've already alluded to flesh for the Spirit. So as we're talking mid-course, halftime yeah, adjustment, yeah. Yeah. What, how, would you, how would you counsel our listeners today if they're like, oh, gosh, like me, like I've, I've started, God, God has initiated, he's God, he has spoken, he's initiated, yeah. and then I've, I've kind of taken it from him. And been running, okay, I can come back to him. Yeah. Finish this off with a thought like that. Yeah, yeah, uh, that, that's beautiful. Um, I'll, I'll, uh, um, I'll take it to uh, uh, a thing that I'm sure I've shared through these podcasts. Sometimes we do, we've done so many of them now, I don't know. <laughs> but some of these things are worth repeating. Sure. Uh, in the greatest trial of my life, personally, was my own clinical depression. And... Uh, I had uh, done everything I knew to do, contended, scriptures, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. There wasn't any area I had not evaluated, brought before the Lord, and I just didn't feel better. Mm-hmm. Still was struggling because there were just physical things out of alignment. Right. And, um, and I, I just said, God, I need to feel better. I, I don't know what to do. I'm losing my mind. Mm. And, uh, and it seemed to me the whisper of the Lord, this was on a three-day fast in the middle of this clinical depression because okay. I didn't know what else to do. Yeah. And it seemed like he said, what if your goal was not to feel better, but to trust me more? Mm. Now, if God asks you a question or makes a recommendation, <laughs> it's not yours to then say, well, maybe, I don't know, you know, <laughs> especially if you're desperate. Right. And I said, you're right, Lord, mm. whether I'd never feel better in my life. Right. I want to trust you more. Right. I want to trust you in the darkness. Mm-hmm. I want to trust you in my chemical imbalance. I want to trust you with what I can't control. Right. I want to trust you more. Mm-hmm. I want to trust you more. And so my goal shifted from feeling better and spending all my energy praying promises over feeling better mm. to praying promises of trusting him more. Wow. And it was probably three months later that pretty much in a 24-hour period of time, they found the heart defect, they found the problem, and I was on my road to recovery and haven't had a depression since then uh, in that same traumatic way. And again, that's not a magic formula because it was still three months of very difficult life, and Mm -hmm. it could have been three years. I'm not here to kind of give everybody easy outs, like, hey, get the right formula, and here's the key. But I will say this, that trusting God more... uh, 
is always the centrality right. of our joy yes. and our hope and our help. Right. And that's my prayer. Through this prayer and fast that mm-hmm. I will find him, um, that I will trust him more with everything in my life. Mm-hmm. I will have adapted more to him and um, out of that see the fruit of it for right. those that I love. Yeah. yeah. Let it be. Amen. Let Thank it be, you, Lord. Lord. Let it be. We love you guys. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Seibert and the Antioch Movement. For more information, please visit jimmycybert.com and antioch.org. We'll see you next time.